Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, man, woman, child, and or beast. We are back for another episode of your favorite podcast of mine, the Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. I'm one of your hosts, your man, 50 Grand, Hadrico, a.k.a. NFL season, Buck Drico. To my right, left, in an in the next damn square, we have... It's your boy Cash, a.k.a. Exec P, a.k.a. Philly Stand Up, a.k.a. I ran out of a.k.a.s. But you know we here, man. <laughs> DSC Podcast, baby. Okay. Into the bottom, literally. Hey, you- I ain't gonna let y'all. I'm not even gonna let y'all. It's not gonna start today. Not at all. No, no. You got Mr. Prez, aka Sergeant Raider. Let's go, Raiders. Let's go. All right, all right. Somebody ain't gonna be this excited come week six, but I'm telling you, like, you know, it's like Christmas, man. All right, so look, look, fellas, look, we got a show to get into, so let's let's not even waste time, man. Cash, what are we starting off today, man? All right, man. Uh, you know. Just real quick, man, we're going to get into some sports music and then life topics. But uh, off the rip, man, we got uh, something that pertains to us as far as podcasting goes. You know, Charlemagne the God just announced that with the Black Effect Network, he just launched a podcasting network for all black creators, man. How, how y'all feel about that? Yeah. Are we getting signed? What's that? Are we getting signed? Uh, you know, it's it's definitely something that we can discuss getting into, you know, depending <laughs> on uh, what the, the specifics are. You know, I, I have I've looked up a few things, but he said a lot of buzzwords, but I haven't quite gotten the details of it all yet. Oh. So first off, I don't want to I don't what I'm not going to do is kind of rain on the parade before the parade even happens. I don't know what it sounds great. But what is the fine details like you just mentioned? Um, Charlemagne and God has done a lot of good things. Um, but at the same time, this is a business move for him as well. So I can't get mad at him trying to make a business move. Um, move on the black movement right now is a strong thing with all the black things we have going on in the community, whether that's Black Lives Matter and other things. So to start a network and everybody's trying to podcast right now. I mean, this is you, you can't even order certain things online because it's out of stock because everybody wants to start up a podcast. So to start a network like this, actually... It's brilliant. So I give him kudos for that, for just being smart enough to even put that on. So big ups to him on that. And if it is a great avenue that we look into, I think that'd be great. Now, Cash, I ain't on front. That's your network. You know, that when it comes down to deals like that, that's where you become the talent because, you know, I ain't to do reading all that fine print shit. You just tell me, look, <laughs> it's like Temptations. It's a good deal for us. It's David. It's a good deal for us. Yeah, yeah. You tell me, okay, let me know. <laughs> For sure, man. But it's a, you know, for those that don't know or not in the know, it's a 50-50 joint bitch there with iHeartRadio. And it's a good thing from all accounts. I mean, when you're doing business, like me and Prez were talking about uh, yesterday prior to bringing this topic uh, to light, because, you know, this is something that we ultimately want to do is network and branch out. Like, we don't want to be the ones only doing, we doing the podcast because we love to do the podcast, but eventually we want to put people on to uh, down the line to do their own thing and and branch off and do our own little subsidiaries of what DSC podcast has started as. But this is a big, this is a big move. Uh, of course, as a grand corporation and him, we'll kind of get into the Joe Button thing a little bit later as far as those two, two kings kind of beef in, in the media or so to speak or not beef but just throwing some sass at each other in the media but overall I think this is a good thing uh, he gets to put on the creators that he wants to put on he's been doing it as far as his shows with MTV2 and, and other little side uh, things that he's done that he's brought on um, social media creators so his heart is in the right place and I think he's going to provide dope content how it's going to roll out I don't think he really 
led us astray. He was like, hey, I'm not trying to tell you this is going to be the best thing off the back, but this is where we're going with it and we're going to, we're looking to improve. So anytime something like this comes out, I'm on it, man, as far as information. So right now I'm going to just be like a sponge. I'm watching his moves and, and figuring out, you know, if everything is good for us to possibly become a part of it, if it looks, if the business makes, makes sense, if you know, we can make sense. it work. Yeah. So uh, I will jump off on say something real quick about what I do think he did get right about. And that's the licensing where he's saying licensing. That's something that we already learned from the music industry. It took us a while for everybody to like, hey, get your masters, get your masters, get your masters. That's yours. That way you keep eating off that later on down the line. He's saying that they that these people are going to license their episodes to iHeartRadio. That's that's the way he done worked out these deals. So when they get ready to move on, all their content is going with them. So they carry a, a whole catalog with them. That already going to bring enough for them to like really like negotiate bigger deals if they want to get outside this network. Now uh, he got the black effect network. We have a black, a black owned streaming service title. I would love for something like this to be over there and continue to build off that right here. Us being like all over the place. And we're going to continue to like, one of the things they always tell us is just like, you know, we got to unite. We got to get our banks. We got to get all this stuff right here. If we're not doing it in every aspect and like building up this stuff, then what are we doing, people? I understand like you got this network, but why ain't you building up like something that we already own or we got a good portion of in this point? It, it may not be the better deal for you, but like long term, we're separating ourselves and we're bringing more to the table at this point. I think uh, I, I think that's the part that what, what do you think about that? I wasn't I looking what you're oh, saying. I'm sorry, but I think what you're saying makes perfect sense. But I think it looks at it, it's a financial thing, and everybody's trying to get their money. And then when you start going into title and you're merging the two, now we're going to Jay Z saying, Hey, while you've built this platform, you put us on, what's going to be a fair and equitable share? So it, it would make sense in the grand scheme of things, but. That's just not the way business works. That's just the, that's the nuts and bolts of it. So that's what I'm, not the way and business this, works. This is the point I want to get on there. If they come on there mentioning anything about, hey, something that we need to do, we need to do as a platform, they're not willing to give up or, or take a lesser portion and make something to build up, then neither am I. Don't get on here talking and preaching and you're not practicing what you actually preach at this point. It's it's, it's We all got to give a little. So if the better deal ain't going to be over there, so what? Like, get what you can because they probably don't have the, the money or whatever to back it up. Make sure that you just ain't in super long-term deal. Go for a year or two and make it work over there. If we said we got the number one podcast, number two, number three, number four, that whatever he's taking with him over there in these categories and saying this, the 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 people are going to follow. They follow Howard Stern off the radio into uh, Sirius. They're going to follow Joe Rogan from uh, YouTube over to Spotify. And we got that same effect, but we're minimizing that at this point. I feel you. I didn't really think about it that way as far as the title move. Uh, but also, you know, with that said, like I, I got a iHeart's experience in the podcasting game is rather small. Bah. You know what I'm saying? It, it's small. So I still don't know where, what that's going to be. And I mean, Charlemagne's a, a businessman. So I kind of had to, you know, you have to trust his judgment on why things went the way 
they went, you know, he talked a lot about keeping his intellectual property and all these other different things on the uh, the link on his uh, Brilliant Idiots podcast that I sent you all. So I'm going to put that also in the, the uh, comments here, not comments, but in our notes as well so that you guys kind of look it up, man, because I think it's a brilliant deal. Would I have liked it to be with title? Absolutely. But like HUD said earlier, man, the business has to make sense at the end of the day. And I know um, what you're talking about is a, a, a valiant effort, Prez, and it's something that we should strive to do. But them dollar signs matter at the end of the day. And I don't know if a lot of people can talk that talk and walk the walk at the same time when we're talking about pooling our money together and, and doing certain things together. So, so on the on the last part, if you remember, 50 Cent was giving us some lessons out of the book, uh, Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter, right? And one of the things that we highlighted up in there was like, don't look for the immediate pay. They know your worth and, uh, you know, continue to fight for that. And I think that's what they thinking right now. They're just thinking on this payday and they're not thinking long term on this. And these lessons are out there. And it's we constantly seem like we're falling in this trap. We're constantly falling in this trap. It's like, oh, y'all should be with me and uh, take this payday but we're never thinking about what can we get to these steps eventually on and i think if we have went over that way it's more of us owning a section and then we're building up our our building up title to be a true competitor for these spotify's and iHeartRadio. radio but we're just taking it away and eventually like it's going to fold if nobody is backing if nobody's willing to take a chance and go on these things all these things like i think it was like in the draft last year the, uh, the your, your boy what's uh Hurts. Yeah, Jalen. Remember, Hurts. he got, he he got that the, the female agent, mm-hmm. right? And that, her first client was the one a year before that that went to the Jets or whatever, right? And uh, somebody got to take a chance and allow her to get up and then to break in. And I don't think for some somebody got to be that one to break down those barriers and jump out there. And if we got this whole network, we should have took that opportunity to help our uh, section break in. If you're not giving them the opportunity because they can't offer you the same type of money, whatever, it's it's what the benefits long term is going to be. We're building this up, and then eventually you may be the president of the podcasting network within Title. I think that gives you that more room for growth in that section. So that's kind of what I was speaking to yesterday when we had our conversation offline when we were talking. That's an excellent segue to to the Joe Buttons plight as far as ownership and information gathering as far as Yo, what is, what is a stream? What are, what do these numbers mean when you take these numbers and this number from this location? Or hey, I got shit on Spotify. I got stuff on YouTube. I got stuff that I put on uh, Facebook. You know, all these different streaming numbers. Of course, they're not going to be huge, right? Because think about it. If we split ourselves into all these different social media aspects your numbers go from being this gigantic on YouTube to minuscule because you're spreading yourself thin for the visual and for the look. But however, who's to tell you Spotify or title or all these people that you're not popping or you're not making an impact culturally? Like how, how do they put a, a, a number on that? You know what I mean? So all of these analytics and that's a, that's the type of things that Joe was asking and was like, Hey, I'm, I'm kind of, fighting for my my worth in my pod and my network and what I want to do. Now, these two have been catty, in my opinion, as far as difference of opinion. But I, I think that Joe is more willing to uh, not necessarily go the black route, but just kind of take the longer route. You know what I mean? I think he was necessarily just trying to do that because people weren't given the right information. And then when he was asking for information, they were just like, 
pretty much giving them bullshit. And you know when people give you bullshit, you just kind of be like, ah, you can tell. I'd rather not mess with you. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's kind of where I was coming from on our behind the scenes Joe versus Charlemagne banter. And, and I will tell you like where we're coming from the, on this, like to as for podcasts, like from our week to week, we put out our audio portion. We see certain numbers off that. Then we see our YouTube portion. There's certain numbers out there. Those numbers don't correlate or equate to the same. They don't add up and, and go up into that. Then what we put out on Facebook, those numbers not added into the, to the audio portion. So our streams is bigger than what our overall audio only numbers are showing on this one on our platform. And we're trying to see like, and I know we're smaller, so you can only imagine what they're trying to deal with and capture all these and what they they equate as a stream. Because if I'm getting this on this and I'm getting this on YouTube and I'm getting this on Facebook and each one of these streaming services is different and they calculate it totally different. So, so it's like, how do I get those true numbers? So HUD, like to make it easy for you, it's just like, you know how you got to extrapolate all the data that you do on our annual uh, appraisals for our jobs, right? And yeah, you make, I got you. yeah, you make all of these numbers look gigantic as far as what you've done, but you're just using the biggest number. And then after you use that number, it's kind of like useless the rest, the rest of the numbers, rest so to speak. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. So that's kind of how it is when we spread ourselves out, and that's what these guys are kind of laying the groundwork for and trying to figure it out for us because. Yo, when you break down how much people actually listen to us in terms of minutes, like if you just did that, it's fuck, it's ridiculous. Like just us, and we at a very entry level. Like we only been doing it a year and a half, so and we don't even have sponsors and doing nothing like that yet. Like we're not even in that space because we're just trying to refine. So to end it off, man, dope thing that Charlemagne's doing, dope shit that. Uh, who else, man? Nor- Nori is doing um, dope shit. Combat, rest in peace to Combat Jack uh, with Loudspeakers Network. Like these dudes are laying groundwork for us to kind of come in really late in the podcasting game and, and kill it should we want to. Like uh, Gilly the Kid and Wallow. Like it's a lot of different podcasts that are doing their thing on a high level. But, you know, I- I'm just I'm just excited for Charlemagne, regardless of how many, you know, uh, Facebook and social media uh business lawyers and stuff like that that's out there that claim that they know what a 50-50 venture means and, and ownership and shit like that. So everybody has, you know, everybody has something to say when you're doing something, but nobody has nothing to do when you're asking about something. So, you know, yeah. so you got to realize that. So shout out to him for actually taking a step forward. And I that's get what you're saying about the different views. You take, for example, we'll get a number of downloads, but then we'll do something on Facebook and get 300 views. I mean, so you, the the audience is there, and for them to find a way for us to funnel that down, at the end of the day, all it means is it's more money for smaller companies to become bigger companies faster because you, I can now go with extrapolated data to say, hey, instead of saying my outreach was 200 people per episode, it's actually 6,000 people per episode because when I can combine these numbers, whereas in right now, there's no way of doing that. So to bring that all down to one place, it makes it a win for us. So big ups in that regard. But then at the same time, I see what Prez is saying with the whole unity standpoint is why can't we do all this from one service? But you got to remember this. Unfortunately, we have the most ununified community of all races. And that's just facts. And we're asking for generations worth of separation to be fixed 
right now when we when people get in the richest contracts they ever got. That's not the way the world works. So hopefully we can come to a conclusion. I appreciate the efforts that he's doing. I appreciate what Tyler's doing. And I hope it helps the DSC brand build to be the biggest podcast ever. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yo, yo, hey, just one last thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, let me, let me say this. I'm going to forget you know, you, my brain. You know what he say? Hey, you, they say you're a product of your environment right now. Hud, that was actually, I, I like what you said there. You're coming along, man. Good thing you hanging out with us over here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. But no, like what I was going to say before I forgot is like, yo, Hud, you could literally go to one of your local spots out there and run this analytical data i'll send you the powerpoint and you can go speak your 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 talk how you do to some local business and tell them that we do this and just run their logo somewhere and bro we can get it back like that's how easy this shit is to do you know what i'm saying so you know i know our worth king you know what i mean it's just a matter of time well, you know what? I think it's all about adjusting our scopes and, you know, and how we target and where we go at and then how we build from that. So exactly. definitely that's something that we can look at and talk about at a different time and date on how we start building these sponsors because at the end of the day, we all should be able to have all the equipment needed to make sure this thing is as crisp as it can be. So let's keep it moving. Next up, man, uh, as the government giveth, they taketh away. I want to start. Go ahead. You know we talk about money. Yes, sir. <laughs> this is your L. This, this is your thing, man. Go. I'm just gonna sit back and relax because I, I yeah. can't wait to see what you got to say about this nonsense. Election years have always brought some of the stupidest campaign tricks you've ever seen, and this is probably one of the biggest circus tricks I have seen them pull in a long period of time. And I don't even know if you've seen the latest. The latest thing that came out is one of the presidential candidates, and I'm going to say it like that to be politically correct here, said, if I win, the troops won't even have to pay back the money. And unfortunately, there's enough uneducated people that they're going to say, this is enough. $1,200 is enough to pay for my vote. So I'm idiotic if I vote for somebody because of their color. I'm idiotic if I vote for somebody because he doesn't, he isn't a part of my party. But I'm not idiotic if $1,200 buys my vote. So basically, I'm being prostituted for a vote, and that's okay. But we're going to move on. Let's go back to the subject matter at hand. You're telling me that I am doing you a favor by not making you pay federal taxes and I'm giving you this money back to give you a boost in your check to take it away at the beginning of the year. Now, unfortunately, did you know less than 5% of Americans have $1,000 liquid cash? So yeah, let me give you money and tell you to be financially responsible. Now, as military members, as all three of us are, we know the headache that is coming with this because Airman Snuffy or Sergeant Soldier, Snuffy yeah, Sergeant, yeah. or Colonel because rank doesn't divide financial ineptitude is going to take this little bit of money and do something stupid with it. And then when the government comes back to take this back, they're going to be looking at us. Air Force Aid Society going to have to figure out how they're going to fund these loans. We, we basically created a hole and we won't even allow people to opt out. 
So what I'm going to do for all our listeners, I'm going to provide you a little piece of advice. Please listen. Take this money, and there are certain banks, usually Chase, Wells Fargo, and these other different places. If you open up a checking account and you leave a certain amount of money in there for 90 days, they will actually pay you money for having that account. I would strongly advise you to take this money, let it sit in an account, almost like a CD, it's like a temporary CD. There was a time that Wells Fargo was given $600 if you have an account for 90 days and had a balance of over $1,000. Now you have to do some research on your own, but find an account like this. Make Let this money make money for you. Because if you tell yourself, oh, I'm just going to take this and I'm going to invest in stocks and I'm going to flip this. Watch how I flip this. You are a fool. The stocks, mark, that's not, it's not certain. Not, it's certain, certain stocks that are more traditional. Like it, there's certain ways to go about it, but sorry, sorry to cut you off. I just, what I mean, what I mean by that, I mean, cash is you can't go into something that has an uncertainty saying this is going to certainly win. That does not, those two words don't go together. Uncertainty and certain don't go together. There are stocks that traditionally perform well and you can do well in them. But I would advise you if you're going to take this amount of money, unless you financially ever stable to, to afford the loss, unless you're okay to lose the 1200 Now for myself, I'm going to take the 1200 I'm going to flip it, but I'm going to put the 200 I'm going to set it to the side. So as soon as they come back saying, where's my money? Here you go, leave me the hell alone. This is a political stunt to take advantage of financially deprived people. And unfortunately, for some people, it's going to work. Notice there's a cap on who can afford, who can get this. I, let me stop. This is it, it pisses me off to be honest. I'll talk you. your this shit, man. And I feel like the fact that they're gonna sit there and take advantage of people because they don't have money. How about this? If you want to make a stance, how about you say all federal employees from now on, you no longer have to pay federal taxes because you work for us? That you want to make a move, that's a damn move. Don't tell me you're going to give me money to come back to take. Last time I checked, since we were little kids, I, you, we can't call it that type of giving no more because that's offensive. But what's the term with the robbing Peter to pay Paul? You can't be reneging on money that you give. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's a bad look. And I feel like we, we, we have, we're setting up. I can't just say younger people. We're setting up anybody who's in the situation for financially for, irresponsible, like you said. Financial, financially irresponsible people for a bad time. So I, I'm a huge, huge advocate that this is a horrible decision. Yeah, like you said. So, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Prez. Uh, so I'm going to take it back for a second off, off this subject and I'll come back to it. So allow me one, one second to talk in peace. So going into the military, the whole reason I joined the military is uh, I got my dad, uh, I have my uncle, I have my granddad, who all was part of the military. My granddad especially, like he would go out and hang up his flag every day. Very, very patriotic, enjoyed his time, talk nothing to highly, nothing but highly about the military. So I didn't ever see it as something downplayed or just like where you got to go. It was an honor to go out there and actually serve. You know, uh, so uh, when my uncle, he he made it all the way to a chief, you know, he talked highly on it. And then my dad, like, despite him only being in like one year, it, it was some of the best times that he actually had. And he really enjoyed it. So it was like constantly this military thing is like ingrained. Right. And then now uh, what what does the military actually stand for? We're fighting for all these rights for you to go out there and say you ain't got to do this. You ain't got to do that. Right. Uh, and then me being from Mobile, Alabama, Alabama. We have Selma up the road. I hit this uh, the march several times, and I think too many people forget why those marches took place, and that's why uh, it, it was for us all right to vote. 
And it, this may not have been in New York City at the time, but it was definitely down there and it was all people struggling for, for a vote. And they constantly still try to hide ways to keep us from voting. So it, it, it kind of irks me a little bit when I hear people say, I ain't going to vote because my vote don't count. These people wasn't fighting for nothing not to go out there and vote. These people are still ain't fighting uh, so they can keep you from voting if it don't mean anything. Utilize your right. Please go out there and vote. These people who constantly fought for you and are still fighting to maintain these rights, utilize it, please. All right, now go back on this portion. Uh, when it's talking about the, the money, yeah, man, it's, it's, they always going to use us as like to see how it kind of goes. And uh, uh, unfortunately, like we pawns in this situation, you, like you said, you got to hide your money. You got to put your money somewhere and just know the plan. It's always planning for the next thing. And you know what they're saying they're coming back on this. Ben Franklin, only thing uh, that's that's constant is death and taxes, correct? Ain't, ain't this ingrained in our history? History books is what they talk about. So Very they're going to get their money no matter what they're saying. They're going to keep pushing back. They're eventually going to have to raise taxes, do whatever. They're going to get their money. You know you got to pay it. So no matter what somebody is selling you, this country is built on. It's only two things that are certain. Devin, Texas. Hey, man. Brother, sometimes, you know, I, I know when to just shut up and just just... When things are said, y'all pardon today. Y'all, y'all pardon today. <laughs> and when, you know, you know, as the exec PME, sometimes my voice is not needed. Fellas, if that's all you have to say, I think y'all, y'all covered down on it tenfold. So I, I got nothing else. I echo your sentiments. I feel the same way. If I say certain things, I may get in trouble the way I feel about it. <laughs> so y'all, y'all covered down and, and spoke your piece eloquently. Hey, you. Yeah, I'm talking to you, the person that keeps listening, but you don't want to like and subscribe and share. Do me a favor, man. Help me help you, giving you more episodes, giving you better content, and giving you a better product. How can you do that? Patreon. Become one of our members. We got three tiers. We have the $3, the $5, and the $10 tier. Either one can help us help you. So subscribe today at Patreon backslash DSC Podcast. Moving on to the sports world, we'll start at the NBA. The conference finals are just about set. Three to four teams are in there. You got the Celtics. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. You got the Lakers on the West. Let's get it. Hey, I, where all them Houston people were at? You hey, they were blowing me up on that first game. Going back east. Going back east. We got the... Miami in Fuego. Fuego Heat. Heat is home. First time in a long damn time. No one or two seed, even three seed, has made the Eastern Conference Finals. Damn good, damn good ball being played by a lot of young players out there. So I'm, I'm hype about that series to start, I think, on Tuesday. Uh, but Prez, man, you, 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 your boys are sitting pretty. Your Lakers did their thing. They wiped the floor with Harden and, and Russ, who I'm disgusted by. And uh, one thing I want to get into, this is a little bit off topic. I don't have it written down. I'm going to tip my hat to you first. You know, they gave him that gentleman suite, so I tip my hat to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but one thing I want to test out here, man, and y- y'all tell me if y'all agree. I'm looking it up. I sent it to y'all earlier. Who is on your top five? He just not that dude in the playoffs list. 
because a few guys just keep on getting knocked out. And just, I don't want to stay on this too long because we got a lot more to go to and the, and the game starting 45 minutes, okay? We, yeah, so we 43, 43. So we will be quick. But just, I mean, give me, if you can give me three, three. If you can give me five, that's great. Who, who's on your top five? He's just not that dude in the playoffs list in the NBA. Harden, Russ, and CP3. Mm. I disagree with I disagree with a little bit of your list, but we'll go to that shortly. But on my side, I'm gonna definitely go with Giannis. He's just not that dude. James Harden, I agree with you. He is just not that dude. And I'm gonna say he is not that dude when the temperature turns up to the highest moment. That's Dame. He makes moments, but when the games get to the biggest moments, Dame gets he becomes that dollar. He's only worth a dollar. Hey man, that's who I have, man. Uh, Harden, Giannis, Westbrook, CP3, and Lillard. Like I'm talking about when you play against the the guys, you know, and when you play against the LeBrons, when you play against the Kawhis, when you play against the guys that you probably don't, nobody's giving you a chance to beat, but you don't give them. When you're playing against the Steph Curry's, like at least push these guys to a hard fought six, seven games. You know what I mean? But these guys be getting wiped out in gentlemen sweeps or swept all together. Lillard last year, you know, with the uh, Warriors. And then Harden and Westbrook, all that small ball. Like, come on, man. Come on. I don't think nothing so, about that bubble had anything to do with it. So y'all ain't agree with CP3 since he's been oh, he's on my list. That's what I was saying. Like, because so, like CP, CP3, you got to think it started down there in New Orleans, right? He the point guard. He got he to yeah. get some type and of then, crap. And then it went over there to the Clippers, Correct. He couldn't couldn't do it out there, but, but ball out during the season, then go over there to Houston, didn't jail right. That's what he was blaming on, didn't jail with uh Harden, or whatever. He go up to OKC, ball out. They've been winning. They actually got back up in there. And there, nobody thought OKC, once Russ and all them was gonna be gone, that they was gonna be in the predicament they was. But get that and then mm, it's a lot again. Like it's it's been constant, no matter what team that he done went to. Uh he's a great, great player. Like, I'm not gonna doubt that. But when it comes to these uh the playoff, he don't have that extra switch that other players seem to have. You know what I mean? Now, I think he has the switch, he just doesn't win. And that that to me, like he even he still shows out in games that they lose. Other guys, not so much. They just they just go out. But I just wanted to hear you guys' thoughts, man. But uh you guys want to make predictions right now on the East or you want to wait till it's, it's set next week? We'll talk about it. We can talk about the East. I mean, I think I don't think any one of y'all have any doubt who I'm picking to win the East. I just think you're going to have a, be surprised on the number of games. I think they're going to do it in. So I'm going to take uh, your boys, too, because what I've been hearing about old Jimmy Buckets and the side stories and the old stories that you didn't really want to believe how he went there and he took the scrubs on the 76ers when he was back over there and played against the elite when they was uh, trying to call him out over there and wipe the floor with him. And now what he done went down and did with Miami and just carried him and being a true leader down there and bringing this team. I think, I think he, he's that dude. Like we, we've been denying it. Like, well, Ain't denying it, you know, everybody know, but I'm saying he's even better than we thought he is. You know what I mean? I believe Jimmy Buckets shut a lot of people up. At, even if the season ended at the Eastern Conference Finals, Jimmy Buckets changed the people's opinions and said, okay, when you start talking about best players in the NBA, you need to put his name on the list because yeah. he went to the team that everybody, he, everybody thought he was going to stay in Philly. Everybody thought he was going to go to these monster teams. He went to the team where he was the guy. He went by himself. You know, one man, one mic. Now, fortunately for Jimmy, that Miami Heat roster is built damn well. 
And they can do a lot of things that people can't do. We shoot the ball, I think, better than anybody else left in the playoffs. Facts. We are deep. I don't think there's a team that is, has a deeper team. The team you playing. Than, the team you playing. I, they're deep, but I still don't. I, I, uh, we're deep. Um, and I think we do it on a consistent basis with just a plethora of people, man. Like, just balance is just the name of the game. I got the Heat winning the series in five. Oh. Oh. I got this bad boy going a full seven games. I, I don't, yeah. I don't know who to pick quite yet. Um, so I'm not going to make my picks until everything is locked as far as the uh, conference finals goes. But yo, both these teams can play great defense. They have a lot of young guns. Uh, I just think that uh, as far as experience goes, it's kind of it's a toss up because the young guys in Boston have a lot more recent experience. And then you have to kind of look at your your guys on Miami. Of course, you got Haslam. Of course, you got Drogic, who's had some playoff runs, and Jimmy with the Bulls and, and Celtics. I'm not Celtics, but uh, Sixers. So it's going to be a push, man. Um, I'm just looking forward to see what uh, on out west what the Clippers do tonight as far as locking it up if they can. Um, but I wouldn't hold it past the 3-1 killers in the Divin Duggets. You know what I mean? Them young boys have a whole lot of heart, and they could have went home like little punks like the, uh, the Rockets did where they just basically gave up in the first quarter. You know what I'm saying? I was, I'm trying to watch the game to kind of prepare for some shit that uh, Prez going to say. And it was like, man, I'm not watching this shit. Like, let Prez get off. Whatever you got to say, I'm going to let him have it today because I'm not wasting my time doing this. Hey, so uh, you, you was in the chat. <laughs> People still had faith after that first quarter. After watching oh, that yeah, first Jamie, quarter. Jamie was I, still texting back. I'm like, yeah, it was, I felt comfortable going to bed. I just went to bed. I was like, I, I catch you. I like, we yeah. good. We good at this point, fellas. <laughs> All right, fellas. We we stayed on long enough here, man. So uh, we've already done our little NFL pick, so I'm going to breeze right past that. Hey, Prez, man, can you tell them a little bit about Teespring real quick? Yeah, Teespring. Uh, that's where we got all our shirts up there, all our merch and everything. So if you've seen us wearing some of the shirts, it's all up there. We got it up on the forefront. It helps. If if you can't don't want to support us on the Patreon, the Teespring definitely we get a little, little chunk of that. And uh, we can continue building on this podcast, making it grow that way. We appreciate your support. You go out there, definitely, uh, you know, People ask about it. Spread the word. Spread the word for us. Big time. Yep. Yep. And that's www.teespring.com forward slash DSC underscore podcast. We have a an array of options for you. If you want something else, another Let design, hit Prez up specifically. At Mr. <laughs> Prez, 37, <laughs> Instagram, Twitter. He'll put whatever you need up there. Colorways, whatever. Matching your latest J's. He got you. Uh, yeah, we coming on something. We gotta get the the smaller print uh, on the shirt. We gonna we got that coming soon. It's gonna come soon. Now, fellas, we got our sports back, and we done got two, maybe three dope ass albums here in a row, give or take, depending on what you guys got to say here. Yeah. All right. So, which album y'all want to start with? Because I let's I, start, I got a let's feeling start y'all want to start. Let, let's start. Let's start. Uh. Let's let's build them up, okay? Okay. All right, let me start with the one I think you guys both don't like. The latest Locks album, Living Off Experience, Styles, Sheik, and Jada. I'll leave the floor to uh Drico to I'll just give us his thoughts on the album and how he felt about it. Okay, so first off, uh, I'm trying to 
trying to take this back. So I told uh, Cassie when we were talking in some offline type stuff, this album reminded me of like when I was in first in the military and we used to go to the BDU club. The BDU club is like the nightclub where everybody kind of went to hang out in the military. It's like our little hangout. You wore you know, your uniform. Like college party time, but you wore your uniform. Had a saber light. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You had your reflector belt. And this is the place where all the New York dudes thought they was cooler than everybody else because the New York we song were. came on. They were not. This is what this album reminded me of. Like I was back there and I hated those nights. And I, <laughs> I don't want to be here. It's just like, yo, B, yo, son. No, actually, the album was not horrible, but it wasn't my liking. It was pure East Coast through and through. They did not deviate. They did not go anywhere left. But there was a couple songs on there that I did like. Actually, the first song out the box, gave it to them, was probably my favorite track of the whole album. And then people said, well, how, huh, you didn't even get past. No, I got past the first. I actually gave it a listen. A lot of them didn't do it for me. Um, I just because that's just not my brand of music. I'm from Miami. So I like the South. But I still feel like what I like about the locks is I like Jada. He is the part that keeps each song going. Because like, Styles P is just that kind of rugged, but when you hear Jada's like something wrong with that boy voice box, he she don't sound like a normal human being. Yo, the kid. I don't even know how he does it, but I feel like it was a good song. Another song that was actually pretty good of it was Think of the Locks. Um, I thought that was a good one. And the last one was Miss You featuring T-Pain. Those are a couple songs that I actually liked from the album. Overall, um, little deals. I give it two little deals because I ain't from the East. Uh but I know Cash liked it. So that's what's important, right? All right, all right, all right. So let me go on to go. Let me go next, then. Since I know uh, your camera's off. Yeah, hold on one second. Oh, okay. Hey, so while he's holding on real quick, y'all, I need y'all to know something. Chase is giving you $300 if you open up another checking account with them. A bank called Associated Bank. It's based out of Wisconsin. So I don't even know if you can even do that shit, but they give you 500 if you open up an account with them. All it takes is one like, one share, and one comment, and you can help us grow. The DSC underscore podcast, a.k.a. Don't Sleep on the Couch. The album, man, when it came out, if you had contacted me three weeks ago, I'd be telling you about all this heat that was on this album, man, because at the moment in time, it was good. It got heavy plays from from me uh, as the time went on. Got less and less. And if you've seen it this week, I probably got minimum plays. That's not to say I don't like the album. I don't like what what they put out. It is, I think it's a good album, you know, just uh, uh, I listened to it a lot that first week and it kind of just drained off. I'm pretty sure it'll go back in the rotation here pretty soon. I tell you what I like from the album is we know what we expect from Jada. We got it. We know what we expect from Styles P. We got it. Sheik stepped up his game a little bit on this one. And I was like drag, pulled in on his verses more than I was pulled in on their verses uh, this time. So that, that's telling me that they all got growth at this point. And they're, they're hitting, I mean, it's the locks. We've been hearing them since the 90s. Like they, they on point with it. You know, they, they've been teamed up like this. They're one of the few groups that hasn't split apart amongst all this nonsense. You know, they not always stayed together. And uh, this is just you know, 30 years of growth right here. And they just sound immaculate on the mic when they're together and, and their weakest link that became a shrimp 
Yeah, um, you know, for me, y'all, y'all know this is my favorite group ever. You know, I, I, I jokingly say I was raised off Locks Bars, but it's not really a joke. Um, that's like trick for you, um, HUD, and it's like, mm-hmm. uh, how can I? Who one of your favorite rappers down south? Prez, you got a few. Al- Cotton Eye Joe for Alabama. Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> nah, I'll say probably. <laughs> I don't know. Mystical. My- Maybe. Mystical, yeah, All you right. know that. So yeah, so I, I would just say like these three are are those dudes. So I listen a lot more intently on things. Like, if, is it gonna be for everybody? Probably not. Uh, the younger generation is unless these younger cats respect bars and lyricism. Is it strictly New York song um songs? Absolutely. That's what. Why stray away from what works for you? You know what I mean. So that that's cool with me, uh, but. Replay value, it, it may not have a lot as far as the amount of songs. Like they had what uh, fourteen songs on here, and then if I'm really being the, keeping it a book, I probably like seven. Like seven, I will return to uh, the rest of them. Like all of the girly joints. Like that's the thing that I don't like that Kiss does on his personal joints. Like he does the girly ones where it's like it's a formula that's old, and you know you don't have to necessarily yes. do that anymore. Have the single song. Like y'all not getting play on the. Ri- radio or y'all don't need it y'all just need to make a solid album now and that's kind of where i I leave it i don't know if i'll revisit a whole lot of listening to the album through but i know your boy dmx came and showed out on on this one with his uh, verse it was yeah it was rather crazy as far as he was f-u-s-s you know smd and all that but damn it it felt refreshing to hear old x with the same Energy didn't feel like them boys lost a step. And to your point, Prez, yeah, Sheik Luch, man, his energy, man. I, sometimes I go back to their first album when they got off Rough Rider and I listen to that. Same thing on there. Like everybody bigs up Jada and Styles, rightfully so. But I think Sheik had the energy. But yeah, man, there's a lot of dope songs on here. I won't go too far into it because I like it, um, but I know it's not for everybody. So I'll leave it at that. Listen, New York stand up, man. But there was another album I think we wanted to go over. It was a Detroit album by Big Sean. I'm gonna let you two verbally go at this one. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so Perez, you can start co- this one off, man. I, I got my thoughts here. Let me, let me pull them up. Go ahead. So correct me if I'm wrong. This was a mixtape series, correct? Yeah, the first the first part was a project. So a is this thing. a mixtape or is the this album. one considered this one's album. considered the album, right? Yeah. Uh I'm liking this as his staple of series. Like it's reminded me like now with him putting Detroit, Detroit two, I want to see that continued elevation. I want the Carter three. I want the blueprint like that. You know, keep this in line. Let, let this be your elite and you can go practice if you throw out some other name of an album, but let this be your elite style album and let us see the growth of your artistry like throughout the the time frame your, your skills. And yeah. And I definitely seen it on this one, man. Uh, Y'all heard me talk about Big Sean before. Like, I can't never listen to a full one of his albums. Like, it kind of just trails off. Like, I get tired of his voice. But on this one, hmm. hey, I apologize for everything I said wrong, man. This dude came with it from the jump on this one. It's like two songs that I'm... at this whole album that wasn't feeling. I like the stories, the interludes that's going on here between, uh, you got Stevie Wonder, you had uh, Dave Chappelle, and then you had, I don't even think she was trying to be seductive, but seductive Erica Badu up in there. <laughs> that's what Erica Badu do. You gotta be careful, don't even listen to that too many times. Friends would listen to this shit late at night, and it was like, ooh. Yep. <laughs> Erica Badu made me grab a nipple, boy. <laughs> but, uh, 
I'll let you speak your piece and then I'll tell you which songs that I really liked up there. And we're going to go a little bit more deeper into those songs because, hey, he got some standouts on here. First off, if you haven't listened to Detroit 1, the first part, that project, that shit is phenomenal. So, like, I knew when he named this Detroit 2, I knew he was coming with it because everybody that listens to Big Sean or likes him knows that that was one of his best offerings as far as anything he's put out, album, mixtape, project, whatever you want to call it. So I was looking forward to this. Then when the Nipsey song dropped, I was like, I'm on board. I'm locked in because if this is the Sean, the, the grown-up Sean, he's like in his you know um, younger 30s right now, then I'm fully on board with it. And he got to the shits right out the gate. You know what I mean? So he has the club shit. He has the world shit. He has the deep shit. He has the girl shit. He got all them pockets. Like her, to her's point last album we was discussing with the locks, it sound very New York centric. This sounds very Detroit. It sounds, if you want to get the mood to get it popping with your girl, he has songs on there for that. If you want to just hear some bars, he has songs for that. So whatever pocket you want to go to, this is one of those, this overall album. This is one of them LeBron James albums. You want, you want the assists, you want the layups, you want, you know, the defense. Like you got everything in this one package, man. I'm not going to give you no standouts because I like the whole album. Yeah. I'm a, it's been in rotation. There is no standouts. The album is the standout. Uh, I'm gonna tell you the two album, the two songs I don't like. I don't like uh, "Raised by Wolves" or "Wolves" that is called on the album, but "Raised by Wolves" the one with, and I think that's more of my what? disdain. Cause that's okay. more of my disdain for old boy. What's his name? Uh, um, Post Malone. Post Malone. You know, I, I just, I just don't buy into. I don't think that he really buys into our culture. I think he's using it for just, to, just he. He sounds good on the track, but I don't ever see him just the way he dressed, the way he acts. I don't see him listening to hip hop on the offside. And that's good. You can add to it without actually listening to it. But I, I feel at that point, I don't owe you anything. And I ain't got to like none of your music at this point because you don't really love the culture back, you know? And and, and that's how I feel about him. Uh, you got a little unconscious bias. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I let it be known. Yeah. So Post Malone, I, I never really feel it. I don't like none of his albums. Uh, Body Language, uh, the one right after that, the one with... Uh, Ty Dollar Sign? Ty Dollar Sign and everything. Like, I, it's okay. It's okay. And then for everything else on the album to be up to this level, and this one to be like, eh, it kind of just trails off. I, I hit the skip button on that one every time. Like, uh, But he got other ones on there. Guard Your Heart. <sighs> Wale came in and just, you know, elevated oh, I knew, that I track. Knew, uh, who would have thunk it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then uh, Anderson Pratt, oh, oh, him on there. Like, yeah, he, he, he carried he that. Came, he came and did his thing. And Big Sean wasn't second fiddle on none of these songs, though. Every every one of these songs that was featuring somebody, especially the one with Nipsey Hussle, uh, Deep Reverence. That one, man. You, it's Nipsey been a while, though, too. You know what I mean? So he took his time with this project. You yeah. know, the last Sean album dropped was, I'll probably venture to say, maybe three to four years ago, if I'm, yeah. you know, looking here. But good, continue on. Yeah, on that deep reverence, like, so it come in initially with Nipsey Hussle, and, like, he elevates it to a level. The things that he's talking about, uh, you know, it's just, mm, how, is, how is Big Sean going to come in and match this? And I was just like, he did. How, does, how did you hide this Nipsey verse for one thing? This is one of his better verses. It seemed like he just keep getting better, like, after his post. Sounds like Nipsey is still here. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's, this is like that whole yeah. the time, like when you was like Tupac, Tupac coming out with these great verses and stuff like after his death, like y'all was hiding this. Why this wasn't put out immediately? You know what I mean? Uh, and that's how I felt on this. But then like Big Sean, what the content that he was talking about up in it, you know, it's just classic tracking at this point. It was instant classic for me, that deep reverence. Definitely go listen to it. Uh, but then after that body language, you had... Uh, uh, harder Than My Demons. Harder Than My Demons, my fault, my fault. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yep, that one, and then you had uh, ZTFO. That one, that's that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. the one I love the most out of here. Uh, the guard your heart, and then it'll probably be the the respected. Uh, the, that's the one with Young Thug, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that one, and then uh, the one that he had with Travis Scott. That was a, another solid one. The Lil Wayne one. Pfft, that had the Meek sample on it too. Yeah, see, look, hey, you got his attention. You got yeah. her's attention now. Yeah. <laughs> that Don Light. Uh, been toned down, but he's back. Yeah. That <laughs> attention. <laughs> uh, that Don Life, how they get you? Oh, man. You know what? Get into the paper friend. like it's Mother Nature. I, this is why I love you, brother. You gonna, I was just saying, the whole album's good. I ain't going to say nothing. I got to say something about some of these songs. <laughs> All right, go That's ahead. Friday Night Cypher, man. Woo! You, hey. You know, I was about ready to like, just like be done. I'm like, ah, solid <laughs> album. And at the end, he hit me with that Friday Night Cypher. Come on with T Grizz. Yeah, they got and all of Detroit like, on there. They got T Grizzly, oh. Cash Doll, uh, Boldy James, Royce the Five Nine, Eminem. And they just going off the grinding beat. And then uh, they also got the, what's the other beat that they redid? Uh, I forget the, the other beat. But it, uh, I know M and Damn, Grizz on the grinding beat. And then I can't remember the other beat right now off the top of my head. Uh, but yeah. But Sean oh, come in. We're gonna make it. We're gonna make it yeah. with Styles P and Jada. Yep. And I'm then that's the one that Sean, that's the one that Sean uh came in riding on. And he just like he did extra bars up in there, but like you know, it's your album, weight. of course. Hold his weight. Like I got M and them coming after me. Like, <laughs> no, I'm yeah, gonna double up. Boss. I'm gonna double up, no problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> But with that, he had, because after him, you had Royce. Big Sean wasn't even the last person on this song. It was Big Sean, Royce, and then M. I got to ask the question. Respect. I got to ask the question, because you know we always ask the question. This is for the rap nerds, but who the fuck cares, right? Mm-hmm. Who had the best verse? And this is where I'm at. This is where I'm at, man. Like, this is what I'm saying. Top like, three, top three, top three. Top three? Two, top three. You should have a top three already. If you listen to it for the last two weeks, Prez, what's your I, top three? I, I really like the way T Grizz came in. I got a top four, man. T Grizz, uh, <laughs> Big Sean, Royce, and Eminem. I, I don't like that that intro and then the way it is, man, is just solid, solid, man. But the I got other, the same that's four, not to but say in I, reverse. But those, but the other ones in the middle don't like do it a disservice. They come with their thing too. But it's just like it's just different. It's just y'all different with some levels. juggernauts on here. Y'all yeah, it's just, it's just different levels, you know. So you know they came with this. Boldy James uh, is another dope rapper inside of Baby as well. Um, cashed off. But what I will say is, uh, Royce for me had hands down had the best uh, verse. But then I go to Sean. Then I go to Sean. Yeah. Sean and M, then I go to T Grizz round it. I think if, if you're gonna make me pick an order, I got that same order, but it'd be M and Grizz flipped. Yeah, so that was Can dope, I tell you man. Something right uh, quick? One song, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. One song you didn't mention, which I think is one of the you know, they always have some sleepers that you return to in the middle of the album was full circle with Diddy. That that song was was hard as far as just kind of talking about his whole 
thing. The beat was slow, but he was just rapping some real life shit. I connected I, with it. I, I like the lyrics in it where he's talking about, you know, how Eminem, like him listening to Eminem in 10th grade and 10 years later, he got a number one album on M's label uh, uh, with him. You know what I mean? My fault. And then he was like, you talking about B.I.G. And then who to think that I have the name B.I.G. at the beginning of mind and all this. And then having just uh, Sean Combs just come over and speak. <laughs> Cool, cool. Hey, hey, it's, man. You know, it's live. Yeah, yeah. It's all good. It's all good, man. So but you yeah, have Sean, Sean Combs uh-huh. come on and speak, and then I would just come on there and say that lucky you. I'm, I'll just tell you right now. The beat switch. Second, the, and that's what got me. Like before that, <laughs> before that, I was just like, I listened to my initial listen. This is my initial listen to. It. I'm like that. Why would I shop the the first song on that? Uh, uh, why would I stop? My father says shop. Yeah, yeah. Why would I stop? Like uh, killed it. Intro, we, you know, we always got it. Hey, you got to come with it on the intro to lock people in. He had me locked in. And then that next one, I was like, nope, here go the Sean that I'm used to. Tune in out, tune in out. Yep, yep, same old beat change. Oh, this dude is out here murky. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it, just, oh, he, it caught oh, me the same way. I was like, all right, this is a little, this is a little slow down this early in the album to be yeah. just, you know, giving me the, the nice beat in the, the intricate lyrics, but yo, man, you got to keep the momentum going. Like yeah. the, the first three songs, you know how this go, man. Come on, keep it, keep it up. And then that beat switch, I said, oh shit. He went into super Saiyan mode. Yeah. Like just started going off, man. And you know what I'm saying? So it, like I said, man, I can't say enough dope things about this album. Sean demolished that beat on the second one. When that when that switch happened, woo, it's that. Uh, he can, he, he, you he skip a couple gears. He skip a couple gears on that. He go from first to six. I don't even know if that shit even was possible. This, but that's what he did. This mofo <laughs> ain't in your top ten in the year list. Hold on, y'all. Listen, I'm I'm I'm, I'm 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 we gonna argue the whole goddamn pot. That whole pot. Let me tell you something. First <laughs> off. I haven't listened to this album for a simple fact. I've been doing a lot of other different things. But you guys have done something today that y'all ain't been able to do for me in a long time. Y'all have convinced me <laughs> that I have to listen to something. So while y'all have been sitting here, I have downloaded this entire album in an effort to check this out because you had him at Hello. Then he said Wayne was on there. <laughs> <laughs> Golly, hey, come on now. back next week. Come on back yeah. next week and let us know I what you think. I look forward to hearing this whole album now. Get to the paper like it's Mother Nature. <laughs> All right. He said, he said, what he said, I done slipped through the new snot when he was on that hard. Yeah. Like, he was just tap. That's when you know a motherfucker is just in a zone because he's just the, the little, the little stuff. The little stuff is there, you know what I mean. So the personal Big stories Sean, he had up in here too that I don't think he had another thing where he's talking about. He he talks a lot about that Doctor Simi or what was what, what, what yeah yeah Doctor Sibby yeah yeah, yeah. So he, but he, he explains Sibby, why but he explains in, the, in this album several times why like he had uh, a condition when he was younger and the doctors were saying they got to do surgery and just wouldn't have some magnesium took some magnesium just uh, he's better. And the doctors can't say that. And so that's why he believed in that portion and don't believe in all the medicine and stuff. I'm like, okay, you bring something else to makes the argument. Sense. I like it. Makes sense. Makes it makes total sense. So yeah, you, you're gonna get you're gonna get some some jewels out there from Big Sean, which you typically don't get from a Big Sean project. You just get the the bars and, and the rapping that, that's pretty empty, you know, so to speak. But this one is the one, man. If you if you haven't been a Big Sean fan ever. This probably gonna be one where you like 
damn, I ain't know Sean spit like this. Yeah. And why he is firmly in that that tier with the with the uh with the Drakes, with the Coles, with, with the, the Kendricks. Drakes and Cole. yeah. He's that's absolutely big, in that tier. Plane. He's yeah, in that I tier. Mean, I mean, it's it's you remember the Carter one. Yes. It got it grabbed your attention and it started grabbing everybody else's attention. Carter two is where he came and just lit that match and lit it on fire. I would say this is that same elevation right here. That yeah. Detroit one, he he grabbed some people's attention. He was like, well, he got potential. Like he he could definitely get that. He may be outside of just and he did the numbers. Detroit. He did the numbers too. Yeah. That which we really don't co-sign as an indication of a dope album. But when you have the content, the numbers come, the the critical acclaim. And everything backs it up. This is falling in line to be, if nobody well, knocks him off his throne, probably listen one of the better listen, albums this year. Listen, listen up. I'm going to tell you something. Now that I live out in, in Vegas, I got like a 25-minute ride every day to work. So, therefore, I got nothing but time. Um, y'all tune in next week for Hadrico's Breakdown of Detroit 2. Hey, uh, go, exactly. ahead, go ahead and start listening to Bumani Jones on your podcast. Put Throw that in, too. Make sure you at least get them in once a week, bro. Just hit the first. Oh, listen, the I, first I've time. always been up on Bumani, man. <laughs> okay. Oh, we got to. Oh, man. Yeah, we got to start talking more about his topics, man. His topics be dope. We got to steal his. <laughs> steal his. <laughs> Straight jacket. Uh, you know, you know what? He's the biggest form of flattery this. you can get. Yeah. Man, yeah, he yeah. be just going in. All right, we got. Hey, hey, get All right, last, last one. Let's hey, make this hey, one real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 minutes, 10 minutes. Let's make this one, wait this one last one really quick so we can chop up some content, right? Uh, Conway the Machine, from a king to a god. How do you feel about it, Perez? Real quick. All right, you know, I think Benedict Butcher is the best thing on that uh, out of that crew. And uh, the rest of them, I always just be, eh. But Conway is definitely next. With that lyrical content, that's what I love. I love the lyrical content. So, hey, this right here, the first two, three listens I get to, I'm engaged. I'm definitely going to go back to this album and stay on it. I love the song with uh, uh, Gangsta Gibbs. Oh, why, why oh, oh, yeah, yeah, why? yeah, sir. I'm, I'm thinking about the games, man. I'm, I'm all out of it right <laughs> It's cool. It's cool. Hey, people, we got about five minutes before <laughs> NFL season kickoff at the time we're recording this. So if, if it seems a little rushed, it's because we <laughs> it is. And we're trying to get off Catch it on kickoff. We'll holler at you next week. will be a lot better. Cash, cash. I'm over here low-key packing up shit. While I don't know. That's why I'm moving hey, on. Hey, I'm over, I got my iPad. I, I'm, I'm, if y'all see me just looking at this way, I'm, I'm already loading up my iPad right now to, to get started here. So I will tell you, like, I really like this album, and we're going to give a thorough breakdown next week of it. Uh, but like, so far, like, lyrical content on point. I still think Benny the Butcher the top out of that. But come, we're giving him a run for his money on this one so far on this album. That's what I tell you. Thanks for giving me that alley-oop because I'm not going to deep dive and I think I would be doing Conway a disservice by just speaking on it briefly here. But, bruh, if you ever listened to Conway before or haven't listened to Conway, you know that this is one of them ones to introduce a Hudrico to. You know, Hud listens okay. to music, but you got to give him the shit that's, that's cold. You know what I mean? This is cold. This is cold. Okay. I'm telling you, man, this is cold, man. Like he got different pockets in this one. This is one of his best offerings. He has a lot of different producers. Didn't stick to the in-house producer, which is no disrespect to their in-house producer. He got them to where they're at. But venturing out and trying different flows has worked tremendously on on this one. And he's getting so much love um, as far as just. And I don't want to. I don't want you to think it's a disrespect. I'm saying Benny the Butcher done fell off or none of this stuff. I'm like, oh, he just hasn't dropped. It's good when you elevate your whole team and y'all just all hitting on. Oh, he's heard it. He's heard. I'm sure he's heard all of the. It's like if 
It's like what we, we had on here. It's like what yeah, we had on here. We said, like, hey, HUD gave some excellent points on this one. You know what I mean? Like, hey, it's a company that you keep. You all want all your people to grow up and big, man. He the talent. Hey, I don't think I done got better on my talking. Thank you, thankful to uh, HUD, you know? Just the, the charisma you. and stuff like this that goes on. It's, hey, we all have our pockets and we all make each other grow. And that, that's what I'm saying on this one right here. And it's... It's competition now. Who's the top dog? Which any one of them can split off and be real. Real quick, real quick, real quick. Before you finish, as far as him elevating, Prez, did you pay attention to the album cover in the back of the album cover? Who produ- he did everything himself for the most part. No, Mix really- master did all that shit. So that for me was like another like, you know, being an exec P and all like that, doing all that shit. I know what goes in. That made it even better for you. Yeah, exactly. I know it goes. The work that goes into that stuff and fop, you know, crossing your T's and dotting your eyes with all the information. That shit is hard. I'm it's with hard. you. I, I can feel him right now on them late nights. I know he was working during this quarantine. Hey, hey Hud, Hud, Hud caught it. You know, he said, "I'm going to go spend some time with my family after doing all those video edits." <laughs> Again, shout out to the people that sent the NFL edits. I know we kind of going off topic here. I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying. I got to rush you something. I got to say something. Press. What you said a couple minutes ago has really moved me to the point to where I picked the Raiders to win today now. Oh, the- <laughs> <laughs> <He> changed, <isn't> it? <laughs> oh, oh, man. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. You're my boy, Blue. Hey, well, say, I mean, on the Facebook man. Live that Love we just did, man. you know, it don't say that, so I'm still holding it against you. It's good because now no matter who wins, I get the win. <laughs> hey, hey, fellas, let's, let's get on up out of here, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll catch y'all in the group text talking shit. Did you see that catch or whatever? Holla at me, man. I'm about to go. Right. Get we watching Red pop, Zone man. or we watching which game we watching first? Oh, I, I got Red Zone on red uh, zone. on the iPad and I'll have the other game on the screen. So, cool. you know. Yep, yep, All yep. Right. All right, fellas. Going, boys? Good stuff. All, All right, good pod, man. We out, we out. DSC, we out. Bye. And you know we couldn't leave without giving a shout out to our Patreon supporters. I want to thank uh, Tate, that's my boy Blue, Marty, our silent partner, Fran, the franchise, Quay Quay, Lucius Aloysius Jackson, Bird, Birdman, Ryan, Manuel, you got Jared, you got Matt, you can follow him at Kaiser Kush on Twitch, and then we got the foundation, Corey. Thank y'all for y'all continued support. <laughs>